0: Friends, the idle brain is the devil's playground trouble. Ooh, we got trouble right here in River City, right in C- with a capital T P- and that rhymes with P and that stands for pool. A- a- P- we've surely got trouble, we trouble. Right here in River City, right here. gotta figure out a way to keep the young ones moral after school. I'm well, hello and howdy once again, my theater friends. Well, it's Jeff Knight and welcome to another episode to of Break a Leg Charlotte, the podcast dedicated to all things here in Charlotte when it comes to theater. Appreciate you tuning in each and every week and the feedback that I get from you, whether it's when I see somebody in person or or online, someone will reach out on Facebook or send me an email. It's always welcome. You can always find me online, Jeff Knight, G-E-O-F-K-N-I-G-H-T. And before we get started with the usual stuff we do here with uh, the upcoming shows and auditions, I want to give a shout out to Tommy Wooten and his whole crew over there at Ansonia Theater. I made the drive out there last weekend to go see Drinking Habits, and I was so blown away. First of all, if you think, gosh, Wadesboro is a long way away. All right, I left the Ballantine area of Charlotte, and you know how rush hour traffic is. I left at six o'clock on a Friday, and I was in the parking lot in front of the theater in downtown Wadesboro in an hour. So it's not that long of a trip, especially with the Monroe Bypass. So take advantage of that. Go out and see a show at a place maybe you normally haven't seen a show and support some of your local theater friends. Tommy and his crew did a great job. Drinking Habits was hilarious. And uh, best of luck on your next show out there, my friend. Thanks for having me out. And while I'm in the spirit of giving shout-outs, Robert Owens and uh, my friends over there at the Foothill Players out in Cleveland County, they've got a show opening up this weekend, which we'll talk about in a second, a streetcar named Desire. But the cool thing is they are partnering with the Cleveland County Abuse Prevention Council for this show since October is Domestic Abuse Awareness Month, and 10% of their ticket sales are being donated to that cause. There's more info on the Foothill Players Facebook page about how you can further donate at the show as well. So that being said, let's get on with the business. There's no business
1: like show, business like, no business I know.
0: Here are some shows that you can go see this weekend. The aforementioned Streetcar Named Desire being put on by the Foothill Players. The Wolves with Actors Theatre of Charlotte. Peter Pan with Children's Theatre of Charlotte. Countess Dracula with the Actors Gym. The Tragedy of Lucinda and Venetia with True Productions. They're doing this over at the Booth Theatre. You may remember we had Andrew Wheeler on a couple of weeks ago talking about that. The Adventures of Madeline over at Matthew's Playhouse, Jill Blady directing that one, Nonsense with Union County Playmakers, Company in that great song, Bobby, Bobby, with Theater Statesville. Let him sleep till it's time for his funeral with URA Players. The Music Man over at Belmont Abbey, Matilda the Musical with Hickory Community Theater, The Mystery of Irma Vep with the Green Room Community Theater, and Lord of Light with Narrow Way Productions. So take the time. Go see a show. I am not thrown away my shot. I am not thrown away my shot. I hope I get it. I hope I get it. Hey, one quick audition note for you. Uh, this Monday and Tuesday... Over at Matthews Playhouse, June Bayless is holding auditions for It's a Wonderful Life, that fabulous Christmas story. You want to take part? Go audition. Uh, Details are on their website at MatthewsPlayhouse.com. They got a sign-up genius set up for you for that one. Time for another fantastic interview here on Break a Leg Charlotte. And today I'm very happy and excited to welcome into the iHeart Studio here, Rory Sheriff from BNS Productions uh rory uh, thanks for being on the podcast with us happy to be here man thanks for inviting me <laughs> absolutely absolutely I, i've been wanting to have you on for a while and then and, and once I, I saw you for the first time at the at the, uh, the mta awards a few yes. weeks ago which congratulations by the way thank you thank you that was awesome powerful
1: uh, fist bump i appreciate it
0: absolutely well deserved man <laughs> wish thanks. i could
1: give you more than that <laughs> yeah, i'll take it i'll take it
0: for those that don't know you founded a theatrical company here yes. in town Yes. Uh, b Productions. Yes. Brand new sheriff. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about
1: that. BNS was uh, created because a couple doors slammed in my face and a couple no's. Get out, get off my lawn. I mm. don't believe in your ideal. Uh, so I decided to uh, do things, take things in my own hands and, and create this theater company. And uh, originally to uh, produce my own work. mm mm-hmm. um, at, at heart i am a writer so i just wanted to write and i just wanted people to produce my stuff i just wanted my my writing to make the movies and a couple of doors got slammed in my face in hollywood and a few doors here in charlotte got slammed in my face uh, not holding against anybody sure uh, but you know check out the mta awards that's all i'm gonna say
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, you racked up over there man
1: yeah we we did we did um it, it it was great. It, it felt really really good um, that all that hard work and getting those doors slammed in your face uh, pays off, man. And you just got to keep going and going, and uh, just you know trying to pick up the pieces. Uh, and and just believing in yourself. Uh, sometimes it's like the hardest thing to do, mm. uh, to believe in yourself and just keep moving. It's like I'm going to do this. I'm going to make this. And it was hard. Um, a lot of tears. And actually, still hard. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm getting used to it. So,
0: now uh, do you do shows year round?
1: Correct. Year round. Yep. Uh, we have a residency in uh, with uh, Blumenthal. Oh. Uh, our our houses at the uh, Duke Energy Theater at Spirit Square. So that's where we produce most of our work at.
0: My understanding is Mr. Gabbard over there, they've always been very nice to companies yeah. like yours that, that want to come out and do places but have no place to do it.
1: Right, yeah. yeah. I, I love him. Uh, he he is the man, and I appreciate uh, all the love that all of Blumenthal has shown for us. And and just by just giving us a chance to, to produce good work and just being an African-American theater company, mm-hmm. uh, we don't have many... Uh, shows that that's on a uh, a professional level uh, here, and uh, just just having that opportunity to to prove that we can do it, and our shows and our story matter just as much as all the other shows that's going up and down Tryon Street. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, and you know, my my job is to just produce great work and and let the seats be filled from there. And currently, you guys are—is it Be a Lion? If I'm not mistaken, yep. Yeah, we got Be a Lion coming uh, December 5th through December 14th down at Duke Energy Theater. Um, it's uh, uh, inspired by the Whiz, and uh, that actually was my first piece uh, that oh. I took to Hollywood, and they slammed the door out in my face. Is like, get out of here, kid. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that idea stinks. <laughs> it's been uh-huh. done already. Well, uh, but uh, yeah. I created this piece and uh, six years ago. Actually, I created it seven years ago and produced it six years ago. And so, seven years later, we have seventeen original songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got some hip hop. We got some Motown. We got some church. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we we got some things going on, and uh, we we have a we have something here. Um, I'm not sure what quite it is, but it's really really good. Mm, Okay.
0: I can't wait to see this. I'm very excited about it, especially after seeing the little preview at the MTA Awards. If I'm not mistaken, uh, one of your young men came and sang uh, one of the songs from
1: the show. Yes, that's Tim Bradley. He's our lead. He plays the lion. Uh, He's amazing. It's unbelievable just hearing that song. Yeah. Appreciate it. That is our original song. Um, Four of us wrote that song. Really? Uh, Yeah. Myself and... A young lady, uh, Nadia Harrison, wrote the uh, beginning with me. And then, no, it was three of us. And then Juan Sessoms wrote the uh, letter part. And then it was produced by Juan and Rob Bowser. Okay.
0: Your last few shows that you've done in town, Boys to Baghdad sticks yes. out. Uh, and and you've got a gentleman who's done a few shows with you, I believe, who was, who was in that one. That I've done a couple of shows with Jermaine Gamble.
1: Yes, J-A-G. J-G is what we call him, or we call him JAG. Yeah. Uh, Jermaine is a great great guy. He actually messaged me uh, late last night, uh, just out of the blue. He sent me like a piece of inspiration, and I said, hey, man, I needed that, man. I appreciate it. So yeah, JAG is, yeah, he's my brother, man. He uh, We occasionally do lunch together, and we just chop it up, talk about the theater world and acting and whatnot. Yeah. And he's writing now, too.
0: Oh, is he really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I got to do our town with him a few years ago for oh, yeah? Matthews Play. Yeah, he's he's a great guy, he yeah, really is. Yeah. That's, I like that's, him a lot.
1: That's where I heard heard of, first heard of his acting was with our town. Before you go any further, if someone wants
0: to find you online somewhere, where's the best place to go to maybe uh,
1: well social media is the yeah. place. Um brand new sheriff at social media uh, at brand new sheriff, any social media outlet. Okay. You can also go to brandnewsheriff.com and find us there and then you can find all our social media on the website as well. And how long has it been since you've started this company now? Uh, this company is is a little bit over six years old, almost seven years old. And before that, what did you do? Before that, I was a radio personality. Here we, go. <laughs> Here we, we get into it. Yes. See, so our
0: paths was, probably crossed somewhere yeah, down the line because yeah. I think
1: we worked we worked in the same building. Yeah, yeah. I, I worked with Clear Channel at yeah, the right. time before iHeartRadio. I worked with Clear Channel several years. Yeah. I also worked with them in Philadelphia, uh, Charleston, Columbia. Killeen, Texas. Mm.
0: Uh, Is radio your background, or always yeah, been something um, in the arts? Well, or?
1: Uh, I'm, I'm a writer, so okay, you know, yeah. I wanted to be a, a journalist. I wanted to be this crazy journalist that uh, in the field and cover wars and stuff oh, wow. like that. Yeah, end uh, up going to the army, mm-hmm. uh, and that. I have seeing journalists while we were in war. I served in Desert uh, Shield and Desert Storm. Well, well thank you for that, by the way. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Appreciate it. So I would occasionally bump into and see some um, journalists and, and reporting on the war, which was really, really cool. And I was like, I want to do that. So yeah. once I was uh, honorably discharged and, and uh, I went back to school, I wanted to be a journalist. And I cracked a mic on the radio, yeah. uh, college radio, and I found out it was good. Well, well, the ladies told me I was good. (laughs) It's always the ladies. It's always the ladies, yeah. (laughs) And then uh, I can speak a little Spanish. So, my first um, radio, paid radio gig, was uh, with a uh, small radio, small uh, Spanish radio station. La Mega, Uno Centro Ponte, Uno FM. Yo soy jefe, llamame. (laughs) So, yeah, um, when I do remotes, people look at me and it's like, He's Dominican. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then I went over to, uh, um, at the time it was called Philly Mm -hmm. 103.9. But my radio mentor and a guy that I really looked up to, he was on Power 99 FM with Clear Channel. And I kept bumping into him and I was like, I I need a job. He's like, I got a job for you. And just bring your air check. Uh, And you got to go through this interview and uh, through our program director. Yeah crazy crazy interview it was real simple uh right. he at the time you can smoke in the building that's how long ago it was yeah, That was a while ago yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's smoking a cigar in his office and the only question he asked me is what do i do for my community mm-hmm. and and i told him well i volunteer at the police athletic league you know i coach i help around the building cuz my godfather was the executive director there yeah. uh and he said you're hired and wow. I, I i had this air check yeah. Oh, ready for him. And I said, aren't you going to listen to my air check? He said, anybody can be on the radio, but not anybody does anything for their community. Oh, wow. So, so I was like, wow, okay. And you're in.
0: <laughs> I'm in. And, and for those that don't know, an air check in radio is kind of like for TV and movies and on stage stuff or having a reel of work you've done in the past. Yeah. So just for those that don't know. Yeah. So was it? this was in Philadelphia then? Yeah, it was in Philadelphia. So your first radio was in Philadelphia. Yeah. That's pretty strong. Yeah. Because yeah. normally you have to start in the smaller markets and work
1: your way up yeah. to a big city. Yeah. And Philly's uh, a major so, market. Yeah, right? I... I traveled all because uh, that was my first. Uh, I was part time, yeah. You know, so you know, I was trying to work my way up, but yeah, uh, the smaller markets is when I got my full time gigs and right, became right. A program director, music director, all that kind of good stuff.
0: Well, what got you from Philly down here to Charlotte then?
1: Uh well, I'll tell the short story. Sure. Uh, the short story is: I wanted to get out of Philly. I wanted a full time job. I came down here to work at a station then called Hot Ninety Two Seven. It was with Radio One. Mm-hmm. I had some relationships with Radio One, so it was a newer station. Oh, let me, let me, let me back up, please. Let back up. Yeah, let me back up. I originally had a interview with Power Ninety Eight mm-hmm. across the street, right. but I blew that interview mm-hmm. uh, because my head was getting kind of big, and I was coming from. Philly I was right. coming from the number four at the time it was a four or five market and yeah. you know I can do a lot for this town Charlotte I didn't know how to interview <laughs> that well you know, and I blew it and didn't get the job okay. so I right. uh, had an interview uh, with uh, Hot 92.7 and a guy named Boogie D uh, hired me uh, he was from New York so he understood it was okay round two name something that's not boring I should have had should have interviewed with him over at Power Ninety Eight because <laughs> at this time when I interviewed with him I was like yes sir, uh, no sir and he's like come on man he's from he's from you know New York he's like in that New York lingo and he's like come on man you know you know where you from you sure you from Philly I was like yes sir I'm from Philly yes so I learned my lesson I was yeah. humbled and at the time he you know he needed that that whole big aura of um, Philadelphia, and I was wounded at the time for not getting that <laughs> job. So, yeah, that's my story okay. of being down here. So I, I got the job here at Hot 92.7. Well, at Hot 92.7 at the time. Yeah, uh, So yeah. And I got you to Charlotte. and I got me to Charlotte. And then from there, you did radio for a few years. Yeah, I was here for a few years. Um, then uh, I took a job in Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, I wanted to work my way up in the ranks. Um, those who know radio, um, you've got to find uh, different positions to be more valuable. So I wanted to be a music director. Mm-hmm. Uh, I landed an assistant program director uh, gig and, at the time, nighttime gig at... Um, radio station in charleston uh, i was promoted to the afternoon jock and then eventually i was program director and then eventually the station folded because we weren't yeah. making enough money and i came back to here 96 when <laughs> the beat there you go <laughs> so, so yeah uh, and then long story short i end up actually uh full circle i end up getting a job on power 98 Oh, okay, see? (laughs) And that was my last radio station that I worked in. And I was like, well, this is it. And let me go ahead and pursue my career in theater. Well, you
0: know, that's awesome. And and you talked about the the adversity you've been through, well, actually both in radio and and trying to launch what your love is, which is writing and producing shows and stuff. And I believe The Great Ones, and the ones who are going to be great are, are ones who have gone through adversity like that. The ones who have had the stuff, you know, thrown back at them. Watch any of these uh, biographies that are on TV or in the movies or you read a book or something about it. Usually the great ones are the ones who have been through something like that. They're not the ones who have always had the silver spoon in their mouth or, or life has always been great for
1: them. Yeah. Uh, I'm learning that. I'm learning that. I, I don't know if that makes me feel better or not, but <laughs> uh, it, it, it helps to know. Those kind of things. And it it really pushes me. It gives me moments when when the moments I'm really, really down and low Mm -hmm. uh, uh, that that encourages me to know that, you know, there's definitely hope. And there's a uh, yeah, there's there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And uh, this work that that we're doing at BNS is not in vain.
0: Well, what drives your inspiration for when you write? Is it out of the the bad stuff or is that of good stuff or is there one thing that usually is your go-to when you want to write something or is it just whatever happens to hit you at the time?
1: Um, I just want to tell good stories. Yeah. Um, I just want my story to be told. I want to see um, stories told uh, by people who look like me and I want to. Tell really good stories. I just don't want to tell uh, a story which you got a good and a bad guy, or you got a bad upbringing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had all of that, but there's a lot of that out there. But you know, I want to tell really good, intelligent stories and smart stories uh, about the African American experience, mm-hmm. uh, which is an um, which ultimately is an American experience. And I just want I just wanted to be told, uh, just file it uh, with all the other great stories. Uh, that's that's what basically inspires me. Um, and there's not enough of that. So I'm just doing my part too to make it enough.
0: I think you're doing a great job with it. I appreciate it. Absolutely. W- w- where do you hope to see yourself or, or BNS Productions in the next 5, 10, 15 years?
1: Um, I I hope to see a big green exit sign that says BNS Production Studios ah. on I seventy seven somewhere. Okay, uh, taking a page out of Mister Perry's uh playbook, I would I would love to see that. Yeah. Um, I dream of a studio that uh the old. What is that uh, mall there on Central? Can't even think of it now. Eastland, Eastland Mall. Yep. Yeah, uh, I, I dreamt, dreamt of uh, having a studio there, um, but my 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 next goal is um, having our own house, a African American theater um, built uh, from the ground up, from scratch, and you know at least thousand seater and a beautiful uh, theater, uh, so we can really really go to the next level with telling these stories.
0: So. Wow. I like that. Yeah. All writers always have the next great thing going in their head that they haven't put on paper yet.
1: What's the next one you got rolling around in there? Uh, I literally left uh, Amelie's to come over here. I was writing. Uh, that's why I'm not wearing my three-piece suit. <laughs> <laughs> because I was like, ah, I don't have time to go home. I was writing. Oh, you're so... fine. look at me.
0: <laughs> I didn't even shave today. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> so
1: I have, um, um, I'm working on this piece called Speakeasy. Uh, speakeasies, um, you know, we all know what a speakeasy is. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Illegal place to sell alcohol. Mostly you, you get it on Sundays. The biggest days of speakeasy works uh, are Sundays. So growing up in a place called Reading, Pennsylvania, my mom, my parents had separated at the time and my mom, we lived in my grandmom's uh, house and my, my grandparents uh, grew sick. One of them passed away and they were in uh, a senior hospital. Mm-hmm. So my mom was taking care of this this house, and we come to find out that my grandparents didn't pay taxes for 10 years. So oh. my mom, my mom never, at this time, my mom never worked. Right. Uh, you know, my dad was taking care of her uh, and with him gone, she, you know, and we got all these bills. Now we got all these taxes. So my mom created a speakeasy. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. She, she made this house. Now, mind you, it is a Christian house. <laughs> okay. My grandparents, my, my, my grandmom, uh, so christian she gave jesus advice of how to be a christian (laughs) (laughs) so so that's how holy this house was and to have and to turn it into a speakeasy so i took that as a basis of this story speakeasy and i met a lot of characters growing up i think i was about nine ten years old seeing these characters and they were really funny characters so i created this story called speakeasy um uh, with that basis and then I was just reminding myself of some of these characters and and I'll get some of their funny accents and the way they talked and uh, I, I turned it into this really really cool drama slash comedy so I'm, I'm about um about 40 pages into okay. this piece so.
0: Do you write the music for these as well, or do you have someone oh, no. collaborate uh,
1: with you? Uh, no, I don't write. Uh, I write some of it, but yeah. I have some really great songwriters. Um, we have a good team of writers uh, that that's like uh, Nadia Harrison and uh, Juan Sesums, uh, and my nephew Tony Walls Jr. He wrote one of the songs. He went, he added some of the hip hop. You know, I'm I'm a, I'm a man of a certain age, so some of the hip hop stuff. My hip hop version doesn't sound like today's hip hop. Sure, version. no, I get that. Yeah. So yeah,
0: because <laughs> I can hear some of the music now. Just 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 from the story that you told there, I can yeah. just imagine it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Whatever comes out,
1: yeah, speaking is cool, I, and I'm enjoy wa- reading this, watching it. Speaking yeah. in essence, uh, I, I I enjoy writing this um, and talking to my dad and my parents about. You know, some some moments that happened, or something that I heard, and that I can pull out of my mental, and I didn't even know that was in my mind from a nine-year-old. And the cool thing is that you know, I'm I'm a person of a certain age now. I can look at that nine-year-old and and write what he saw as an adult, which is kind of cool. So I'm looking at everybody at the same age, but I'm an adult looking at everybody, and I'm just creating some of this stuff, which is kind (laughs) of cool as a writer. I can imagine.
0: So when you're riding around in the car, jamming or whatever, what do you listen to? Are you you listening to old school stuff? You listen to modern day stuff, Broadway? I mean, what do you...
1: I, I listen to a lot. Um, I listen to a lot of stuff. Right now, I was listening um, to The Wiz when I was uh, writing. I was listening to The uh, Wiz soundtrack, mm-hmm. uh, trying to uh, get some movements in my head for uh, Be a Lion. And so that takes me there. And I, I really love the 70s. Yeah, um, I love the entire sound of the 70s, um, the movement and the history of what the 70s did for this country. So, yeah, I, I, I love that, man. Just, you know, I I was born in the 70s, so. That's all right. That's
0: good. It's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's kind
1: of cool to see that, that, that the, the clothing and the, the sound and they were saying things and they had messages and stuff like that so I listen to 70s stuff a lot
0: hey I'm the same boat man it's it's usually 70s or 80s channel on XM one of them Not doing no. what I'm supposed to be doing.
1: Oh yeah, I listen to the groove. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So
0: again, for those that are interested in finding out more about BNS Productions, places they can go find you,
1: uh, brandnewsheriff.com, and all our social media is at brandnewsheriff.
0: And the show you said coming up next to you guys is in December.
1: Yeah, it's December. We got be a Line. it's a musical uh, inspired by The Wiz. It tells what happens in Oz after Dorothy leaves. Uh, Broadway World uh, best musical. Uh, we recently, won, I recently won best director for Be A Line at the Atlanta Black Theater Festival. Congratulations, Thank by the you. way. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, we were nominated for Best Musical with the MTA Awards. We didn't win, but being nominated is cool. Absolutely. That's cool. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. And then after that, we got uh, August Wilson piece, Fences, in February, oh, and we're yeah. going to close our season out in May with Four Color Girls. Wow.
0: That's going to be yeah. awesome. Yep. That's good. Your creativity, to me, is mind-blowing. It, it really is. that, that you've, uh, you've gone from... You were working, which is great, you know, doing, doing, working a job, making money and everything, to turn that into. Now I want to do what I want to do for a yes. living. I want to turn my dream into a reality, and that takes creativity. Thank you for what you bring to the community theater here in our area. Thank, thank you for
1: that. Thank man, you for I'm what happy, you do man. to be a part of this community, man. This, this theater community is amazing. Um, I, I love each and every one in this, this community, and it's so close-knit and it's so tight. Uh, I, I There's a number of people that I can re- reach out to and ask for advice and say, Hey, uh, I need your help. I need your Uh, input on this and they could be at other theaters and uh, other artistic directors and everybody is like hey man come on over let's do lunch let's have a beer and let's talk about it so yeah shout out to everybody man, especially Ron Law and also um, Chip Decker really good friends
0: well congratulations again to
1: you for your success Uh, here's to future success well thank you also Tom Hollis that's my man Tom Hollis we love Tom yeah love that guy man Uh, gonna miss him he's retiring yeah
0: it's, it's going to be interesting. Let's talk about that for a second because you, you have Tom stepping down. Yes. You got Ron Law stepping down. Yes. Now, obviously, they're not going to leave the theater scene completely but for, for, from their their nine-to-five jobs, for lack of a better word. We yeah. know it's not nine-to-five. Right. <laughs> it, it's just, we're seeing some kind of a changing of the of the people who are in charge of some of the, the more prominent theaters in
1: town. Well, they're probably moving into the, the Yoda mm. and I don't think we don't, ha- we don't have anyone in those slots right now. We don't have any Yodas that we can go to in the theater community. So, uh, if we had theater community yodas in this area it would definitely be Ron and and Tom they're just a phone call away there you from go anyone in in the theater community but yeah it's 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 a changing of the arms, it's a changing of ranks, and and theater is definitely going to be in some good hands because of those guys. So right, they've that. laid down the
0: track work yep, and they the groundwork, and they now did. we can run with it.
1: Yep. Well, shout out to them. Shout out to you.
0: Thank you for coming thank in you. here today, and again, thank you for what you do for our community. I appreciate it. Man. And thank you for tuning in once again to this podcast. Uh, I do it absolutely out of love for theater here in our area. This is not a paid thing. It's just something that I like doing. You can find us anywhere you find your podcast, whether it's Apple Podcast, the Google Podcast page. There's some other ones called Deezer or the iHeart app. Wherever you get your podcast, you can find Break a Leg Charlotte. Don't forget, put me on your email lists. Let me know what you have going on at your theater so I can talk about it. It's Jeff Knight, G-E-O-F-K-N-I-G-H-T at iHeartMedia.com. Tag me on your Facebook posts. Let me know what you have going on. Go out and see a show. Go audition for something. And if you are on stage somewhere around here this week or next week, remember, Break a Leg Charlotte.